Welcome to The Gospel in the Game, a podcast by Trinity United Methodist Church in Huntsville, Alabama. Join us as we look together for the gospel of Christ in the games we love. The Gospel in the Game of Faith, Part 2. Today's scripture is John chapter 14, verse 8. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, Don't you know me, Philip? Even after I have been among you for such a long time, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am the Father, and the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am the Father, and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father." And I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. If you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The Spirit of Truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you And will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore. But you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father and I too will love them and show myself to them. Today's devotion is written by John Kesting. Last week, we discussed faith in sports, telling of J.D. Walt's daughter's volleyball team, coming back from almost being down and out to victory by this chant, I, I believe, I believe that, I believe that we, I believe that we will, I believe that we will win. What started as one small voice from a single yet determined, a.k.a. believing, girl on the volleyball team caught on across the entire gym, erupting into a chant that would not quit, ending in a comeback to win not only the game, but the whole tournament. See his daily devotional. So, Saints, what are we to learn from this story? Is it that the sports team that shouts the loudest will win? Or, if we reach out in faith and sporting events, will our gracious Father come to our aid and ensure our team is victorious, perhaps over another team believing just as hard? Will the best faith win? I don't think so. Yet, I would like to believe that sometimes, being an Alabama fan, I have prayed for divine intervention often, especially against Auburn. But alas, it seems that sometimes my pleas not only go unheard, but aid the other team. Case in point, the Auburn-Alabama game in 2013, where it seemed as if Alabama had, at worst, a tie ensured and maybe a chance for a win with a game-winning field goal attempted with zero time left. 
alas. The field goal fell short. Auburn fielded it and then scored the winning touchdown on a 100-plus yard return. Hmm. Maybe the Auburn people did have more faith on that day than us Alabama people. Who knows? But back to the chant. Something did happen to the volleyball team. That lone girl, then aided by her teammates, then aided by the crowd, prompted something. Perhaps it prompted each player on the home team to dig down and do the best she could, using the power already in her, thereby natural ability, but honed after long hours of practice and drills, not to give up. Intestinal fortitude, as my coaches used to call it, which anyone who has played any sport knows that fortitude can make a difference. And invariably, the team that exhibits it, all other things being equal, will win. So, in that spirit, the ability that was inherent in each team player came forth, and collectively came back and prevailed. After long hours of practice based on learned and or developed skill levels, what was inherently in them was able to surface and prevailed. That cheer helped their inherent best to become manifest. Now, let's shift gears. Does faith in God's promises have similar effects? I think yes. A clear, unwavering, determined trust, this time not in us, but trust in God's word, releases an ability to be in Christ. And what is that which is inherently in each of us who are in Christ, spirit-filled, beloved children of God? Why, the very power of God. We are blood-washed, made anew, and are now the righteousness of God. The awesome power of the Holy Spirit, that same power that created the universe at the Father's command, is now in us. And saints, as we act in faith in this fact that power is available in us, in a real sense, we are living, breathing, inherently powerful persons of God able to accomplish, as Jesus also declared, greater works than he. Sounds awesome, doesn't it? Sounds amazing, doesn't it? It also sounds too good to be true. But indeed, it is true. As we act in the faith in God's word, the very spirit of God is released to make his word happen. We, like the volleyball team, may now rise to our full potential, but that potential is not limited to human boundaries based on our own efforts. Those boundaries are set by the Father himself, unlimited, so-called greater works, all due to the power of Christ Jesus and his Spirit, alive and active in us. The Father's power is behind us by acts of unwavering and complete faith and trust in the Father's word of promise. So, how is the potential unlocked? Indeed, it remains dormant and unused until we act in faith in God's promises. We must give Him something to work with. As Keith Moore says, it's useless to attempt to steer a parked car. Keith Moore also says, There are two things God will not do. One, do again what He has already done, for He has already established His power in us by the shed blood of Jesus. And two, he won't do what he has commanded us to do, 
and that is to love and obey God. Our power comes from our connection to the Father and the Father's will. Just a closing thought. We all want the kingdom of God on earth. Jesus asked us to pray thus, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And inherent in that prayer of faith is God's willingness to act on it. Jesus would never command us to pray for something that the Father was not willing to make happen. What if we all did so? What if we all believed in this word of God? What if we so believed, acted, expected, waited in expectation, and thanked him for it? I think we would not be able to comprehend the glory of God that would be released. I bet you we indeed would see God's kingdom established on earth just as it now is in heaven. Yours in Jesus, may we rise to our full potential, Him in us. John Kesting This has been a production of Trinity United Methodist Church in Huntsville, Alabama. Check us out online at trinityhsv.org. We hope God has been present today for you in this podcast.